welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Um, Man, I'm excited about today's episode because there is going to be few few uh, fewer things that I'm ever going to speak that are going to be more true than this today. And we're going to be diving into basically um, how how to stay away from you know the peaks and valleys of your business, specifically when it comes to sales. Those those peaks where you're just absolutely crushing it, and then right and then before you know it, boom, you're in a valley and and you can't get the phone to ring. Um, believe it or not, small and large companies go through this. And I want to talk about why and I want to talk about how to fix it because it's a fixable problem. Um, So I'm excited about that. Uh, Before we dive in, let's do a little housekeeping here. If you are new to the show, welcome. Um, Super, super excited to have you here. And I'm glad you found the podcast. My name is Matt Smith. I am the host. And this podcast is for people in the home service business space. But what's funny is uh, we actually just got a review um, on Tuesday, but we've had a, a, a couple of people reach out in similar situations where they don't own actual home service businesses like a plumbing company or a, a window cleaning business, um, but they own businesses that, you know, th- they service clients or, you know, insurance people or real estate people and and they're finding our podcast and they're finding a ton of value. So this podcast is for home service companies um, specifically. However, uh, you know, this podcast is for anybody with a business that wants to crush it. And our goal is to help you scale and systemize your business so you have more freedom of your time and so you're making more money. Um, <clears throat> and if you're, you're uh, not new, you're back again. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, we're at 98 reviews. We're trying to get to 100 iTunes reviews and we're two away. So I'm asking from from a very soft place in my heart, please, if you have not left us an iTunes review, uh, take the extra 45 seconds it takes and be honest. Tell us what you think about the show. Hopefully we brought you some value um, and, and share it with people because the more uh, reviews we have for the podcast, uh, the easier it is people find us, easier it is for people to know what we do and what we talk about and and whether or not the podcast is good. So uh, we have 98 five-star reviews, and I'm proud of that, man. Like starting a year ago, not knowing what we're doing, uh, the podcast is growing. We can see the numbers in the back end. It's because a lot of you guys share it out on Facebook and your Facebook groups. You share it with friends who need it. You leave reviews. It means the world. It really, really does. So I appreciate it. So let's dive in. Um, before, before we, you know, get on topic of peaks and valleys and all that kind of stuff, uh, man, I have been, I don't know the word for it. I've been kind of changing up what I've been doing lately. Um, switching some mindset stuff up, you know, business is a mind game and you got to be mentally tough. And one of the things that has helped me become mentally tough is to have business mentors who have done what I'm trying to do and to listen to people who are truly successful out there uh, and giving good advice. And I I think those two things have helped me a lot because A, it's proven to me that, hey, what I'm trying to do is possible, uh, but also knowing that other people are out there going through the same thing, right? And a lot of you guys will say the same thing about this podcast. Like, man, some, some of these episodes, they really resonate with you, right? And so, you know, that's what it's all about. And for me, I've, I've really switched it up. You know, I, when I was growing my home service business like crazy and, and, and 
full blown into it, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours a week, man, all I was doing was consuming content from people in the home service business space. Um, now I own a marketing agency and and uh, we help home service companies grow and scale through direct mail and uh, Google AdWords and Facebook ads. And, and in that, I have begun to meet a lot of people outside of the home service business space. And really just recently, I, I've been consuming content, um, and not in an unhealthy way, but, you know, to my, from my house to the office, that kind of thing in the car, um, you know, when I'm doing busy work and stuff like that, consuming podcasts and from people outside of the space that I'm in. And uh, it's brought me a lot of outside perspective that I've been able to apply to my service company. I've been able to apply it to my marketing agency, right? And I'm just encouraging some of you guys to go out and do the same thing. Um, man, I, I listen to to anything from people uh, who own um, supplement companies, large multi-million dollar supplement companies, to people who are doing, uh, you know, $13 million of commissions in real estate to, uh, you know, certain coaches and, and, you know, far and wide. And I tell you that because I encourage you guys not to get stuck in the slump of, um, of the home service business content, because there's a lot of stuff out there that you can implement in your business from people outside of our space. And in fact, I believe that's going to help a lot of you guys win and, and, and really make you different from your competitors. And, uh, I say all that because I heard this message the other day and, and I've, I've put out a similar podcast probably a year ago on this topic, um, but I want to talk about it in more depth today because we all go through it. Like, like long story short, peaks and valleys, man. It's like, it's like the life and the death. And it's like, it doesn't matter what kind of industry you're in. If you're a plumber, if you're a, a window cleaner, if you clean carpets or air ducts or cut grass, like we all have these peaks and valleys, right? And so for instance, my home service business, like just naturally, because of the way our seasons fall, we are a, a seasonal company. And, and April is just kind of, you know, like we're just getting going. Like the like we work at the very end of March, but April's our first full month. But May, June, July, man, we are hammered busy. Like crazy, crazy busy. Summer's starting. Everyone wants to get everything done, right? And then August comes around and boom, it's like the phones turn off. And you know, that's because, you know, it's the last month of summer. Kids are getting ready to go back to school. And September is a very similar month to August. It's just kind of slow. You're just fighting to get through it kind of thing. And then October rolls around and we start to get busy again. November's our biggest month of the year. Boom, we are just crushing it with gutter cleaning. And so, and then December comes around and boom, phones go off again because winter's here, right? And we're a seasonal business. And so you're going to naturally have these ebbs and flows, these peaks and valleys in your business because of the seasonality of it, because of customer behavior, because of, you know, certain times of the year when people buy, like you can't get away from that. Like no matter what we do, August and September, we're always going to do less revenue than June and July. It just is what it is. That is not what I'm talking about today. What I am talking about today is when you go and you're crushing it for three months straight and then month four, your phone shut off, not because of the seasonality of your business. And so first let's dive into what a peak and what a valley is, you know, quote unquote. When I'm talking about peaks and valleys, when you're at a peak in your business, I am talking about when your business is just absolutely jamming. Like when you're so busy 
right? Like you go to bed and you feel like you just never, you wake up, go back to work. You feel like you never left work. You guys who have been in business a minute know what I'm talking about. That is a peak. That is a peak in your business when it's just, it's almost chaotic. You're so busy. Like you're making a bunch of money. Things are really good. You're hiring new people. You're working like crazy and jobs are flowing in. That's a peak. That's awesome. A valley is the exact opposite. Valley is when you can't get the phone to ring. You're not making a lot of money. You might have to lay people off. Came out of nowhere. Didn't expect it. Don't know why it happened. I'm going to tell you why it happened. We go through peaks and valleys for two reasons. You guys have probably heard me say this before. What you've did the last 30 to 60 days is coming to uh, a head right now and, and becoming a reality inside of your business. So if you're absolutely slammed right now, there's a good chance it's because it's what you did in the last 30 to 60 days. I want you to think back on that. What did you do 30 to 60 days ago? And does it have anything to do with why your phone is absolutely blowing up? Let's go the opposite. Maybe you're dead slow. What did you do 30 to 60 days ago? And does it have any reason why your phone is not ringing? Right. And so you may say, well, you know, I got really busy and uh, I stopped marketing about, you know, a month and a half ago. And yeah, that might make sense. And so here's the trap. Here's exactly what happens. And this is kind of what I want to dive into. What you did 30 to 60 days ago manifests itself today. Right. And so what happens is we get into the peaks of our our business, right? We get really, really busy and we get excited and we can't take on any more work. And so what do we do? We stop doing the things that got us to our peak. We stop doing income generating tasks. And what happens is then you basically outrun the cycle of that peak and dive into a valley because the last 30 to 60 days, you haven't been doing anything to generate new income, to generate more revenue. Okay. And the, the problem is, is a lot of people don't understand this because they go into a slump and they chalk it up as whatever, right? They're like, oh, I was really busy in May and June. Well, no joke you were busy in May and June. It's the busiest two months of the year. Everybody's getting something done. Everybody's busy, whether they market or not, right? Anyone can be busy during May and, May and June, but now it's July and August and you can't get the phone to ring. Well, it's because the last 30 to 60 days, you haven't done any type of income generating tasks. And it's that simple, right? And so I always encourage you to look back on what you did the last 30 to 60 days. You say, okay, well, Matt, how am I supposed to do that? Like, I'm too busy. This is going to be a tough pill for you guys to swallow. My business mentor told me this my very first year in business. Uh, when we went crazy and we started working 60 hours a week and handing out postcards and getting some momentum and, and we're getting to that point where we want to hire somebody. Okay. And I'm going to go and do, I'm going to go and do sales full time. And uh, this is my business mentor that sold his pest control business for $20 million. He goes, Matt, sales is the lifeline of your business. Without sales, you don't have an employee. Without sales, you don't have an income. Without sales, you do not have a business. And so the most important thing for you to focus on is sales or income generating opportunities and activities. Okay. And then I went and talked to a different guy who has a, a smaller much, much smaller home service business. And I said, I'm hiring someone, man. I'm going full time doing sales. And he, you got to be careful, man. You know, employees, employees, you know, if they don't do a good job and, and you tarnish your reputation too early, you're going to be done, man. You're going to be out. And it scared me, right? I'm like, gosh, he's right. 
he's right. And I went back to Chuck and I said, Chuck, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. He said, listen, nothing matters except sales. Okay. The customer experience doesn't matter. Customer service doesn't matter. None of it matters. How good you do the job doesn't matter. The only thing that matters right now is sales, right? And he wasn't saying that you shouldn't have a good customer experience or, or you shouldn't, you know, have good customer service. It's not what he's saying. What he's simply saying is sales is the most important thing in your business, period, right? And so right now you're going, well, Matt, in my busy season, I have no time for income generating activities. Well, you have to make time. And if that means that you have to do a little bit less revenue during those busy seasons to carve out and time block time for income generating activities, then it is what it is. Or if you're to the point where you can hire somebody, hire somebody to do the job that you're currently doing and you go out and you do the sales and you do all the marketing and you do whatever is going to generate revenue inside your business or delegate to somebody to do it for you. Because the other option is to not do it at all and then you're going to go into a valley. Like, I cannot reiterate this enough. It is so, so important. You have to create a plan. Like, I'm going to do a whole episode. I'd like to do a whole video series on, on how to create a schedule and how to time block. Because for those of you out there that are so busy, you need to learn how to not only create a schedule, but stick with the schedule, okay? And a lot of that comes with with accountability as well because without accountability, right, like what are you gonna do? Just tell yourself that you're gonna do something, you're just gonna all of a sudden start doing it? Like, yeah, maybe for a little bit, but the reality is you need somebody to hold you accountable. Maybe it's an employee, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's somebody on your team, I don't know. But you need to have somebody hold you accountable and you need to time block. And so if your sales and, and your, your generating revenue time is from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day, Monday through Friday, I don't care if a $50,000 quote comes through the front door, that doesn't get done until you're nine till 11 a.m. sales generating activities are done, right? Because we know that, hey, if this doesn't happen 30 to 60 days down the road, I'm going to be slow. Okay. Is this, I hope this is making sense to you guys. Like, like this is important stuff. Okay. A lot of you guys do not understand this. Prioritizing the creation of new business over existing business, over existing business and existing things inside of your business, like customer service, is key. Like it's, it's just that simple. And so when you can delegate and when you can time block out time to create these processes and these activities that generate you revenue, that, that help you develop new relationships that are going to lead to more work, your peaks and your valleys are going to be, uh, much, much less intense, right? Like you're still going to have your, in fact, your peaks are going to be even crazier, by the way, because now you're nonstop marketing, you're nonstop doing activities that are getting you more work and your valleys are going to be much less deep. You're going to still experience them just due to the, the natural seasonality of your business, but not because you don't have any work coming in or not because you stop generating revenue and you stop doing activities that generate you revenue, right? And so here's what you need to do. First off, you need to decide what are the things inside of my business that generate me revenue? Like if I had to pick three tasks 
or three marketing avenues or whatever it is that makes your phone ring. It's all I care about. Whatever it is that makes your phone ring. Maybe it's cold calling commercial, right? Maybe it's sending out direct mail or maybe it's handing out postcards and door hangers, right? Maybe it's running AdWords and Facebook ads or doing video content for your Facebook page. I don't know. You know that better than I do inside your business. What is it that makes your phone ring? Pick the top three things. And then I want you to go and say, what is a reasonable uh, amount of time that I can tackle these tasks every single day, five days a week? Might be a half hour, might be three hours. It really just depends on your schedule. Maybe you have a very systemized business and you've slacked in this and you have a lot of free time. Maybe you can make it three, four hours a day. Or maybe you're just getting started and you're an owner operator and you gotta be the guy out doing the jobs. Maybe it's only an hour a day, right? Regardless, figure out what that is and I want you to time block that out. I want you to pick a time every single day that you are doing activities that generate you revenue. By the way, at the end of that hour or the end of that three hours, whatever it is, if you haven't generated a job at the end of that that time frame, that's okay. Okay. As long as you're working towards that, as long as you're developing relationships, as long as you've put in the activity that's eventually going to get you there. Because what will happen is when you do this day after day after day after day, it's going to compound, right? And you're going to build momentum. And before you know it, the phone is going to blow up because of it. Okay, so I want you to pick the top three things that generate you revenue that make your phone ring. And then I want you to time block out a reasonable amount of time that you're able to do this every single day, five days a week. And nothing, I'm going to say it again, nothing gets in the way, period. Unless a family emergency, uh, God forbid something were to happen that is an emergency, nothing gets in the way. Okay. By the way, this is what you should be doing for everything inside of your business. Hey, I do quotes during this time to this time every day. Hey, my jobs are scheduled from this time to this time every day. Like you should be time blocked out and you should own your schedule. Too many of you guys are owned by your schedule. It's time to start time blocking and begin to own your time. When you take and time block everything that you do, you begin to take ownership of your life again and ownership of your schedule and you'll feel less run over, I promise, okay? So top three things and time block and stick to it. The last thing I want you to do is I want you to find somebody that can hold you accountable to it. Because the reality is, is if we were just able to say, hey, I'm just gonna make myself do it, then we do everything, right? But we're human beings and I don't care who you are on planet earth, you need somebody to hold you accountable if you're going to perform at the highest level possible. Because if not one day, two days, three days a week, you're going to go, oh man, I don't feel like doing this right now. Like I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll do two hours tomorrow instead of one hour today. And before you know it, it's gotten too far away from you and boom, you're in another valley. So I want you to go out and I want you to find somebody who will truly hold you accountable. Okay. Maybe this is a staff member. For me, we have enough staff here that I could tell somebody on my team, our leadership team and say, Hey dude, this is what I'm doing every day. Okay. If I don't do this, bust my chops period, because I want you to hold me accountable. I don't care if you're rude. I don't care if you're mean. I want to do this and this needs to happen. So if I'm not doing it, get after me, right? You're much less apt to let somebody else down. For some reason we're, we're, we can easily let ourselves down and move on and not feel that bad. But when, when we're being held accountable by other people, we're much less apt to let them down and you're more able to get the work done because, well, let's face it, you're forced to do it, right? 
So those are the three things. That is what is going to help you stay out of the valleys. That is what is going to help you level the playing field when it comes to peak and valleys, and you're going to crush it. Your revenue is going to become more stable. Your employees are going to have more work. Their schedules are going to be more stable. You're going to be less stressed out because you don't have these peaks and valleys inside your business, and you're going to actually be able to scale. Okay. This message is for you if you are a owner operator. This message is for you if you run a $10 million home service business. Maybe you're not the guy that is doing the sales anymore. Well, guess what? It's time to time block for the guys that are and making sure they're doing income producing activities consistently every single day, five days a week for a certain period of time, the exact way you want them done. That's it. It's that simple, but it's not really easy. Because the reality is, is income producing activities suck. They just do. Putting out door hangers and postcards by hand sucks. Making cold calls to commercial places sucks. It just does. Like, it's not fun, which is why you need somebody to hold you accountable. Trust me, okay? It's too easy to not do it because by day three, you're going to wish you were doing anything else. But if you want to grow your business bad enough, if you want consistent revenue and you want to grow a large home service business, this is what you have to do. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.